Kilala niyo ba ito? Kilala niyo ba? This is King Charles. King Charles is the newly uh, appointed king of the United Kingdom and 14 other Commonwealth nations. Marami ito, marami ito. Si King Charles, siya yung pinakamatandang monarch na umupo sa trono. He's 73 and pinakamatagal na naghintay na maging hari. Kasi ang tagal na matay ng mama niya. Her, her mom just died uh, this year in September. But you know, King Charles is not uh, a stranger to royalty, to luxury, to power, to wealth. He was born on... He was born in the Buckingham Palace. Sinong nakapunta na sa inyo sa Buckingham Palace? It's a grand, grand place. It's beautiful. Meron doon yung mga King's Guard. Yung mga may item dito na, na mga feathers, tas pula. And he was there when he was born through the reign of his father, King George VI. And three years old siya nung namatay yung king and his mother came to the throne. He was made... Prince of Wales when he was 10. And at 21, nagkaroon siya ng investiture and he was formally uh, appointed as the heir or tagapagmana ng throne the Prince of Wales or the coming king. And Prince Charles, he experienced it all. He studied in the most prestigious universities. Nag-aaral siya sa uh, from, from childhood, nag-aral siya sa mga malalaki at magagandang universities in the UK. And if you follow this life, sinong naging asawa niya? Si Princess Diana, no? He was married to Lady Diana Spencer. Sinong, baka walang mag-raise mag ng kamay, no? Sinong buhay na nung time na yon na napanood yung, yung kasal nila? Ayaw, ayaw... Umamin sa edad, no? But th that was in 1981. And it was televised. It was grand, grand. It was lavish in the St. Paul Cathedral of London. And later on, they, they had their children, Prince Harry and William. Prince William pala and Harry. Mas matanda si William. But, but we know the ending of this. In 1996, they divorced. And their well-published affairs, silang dalawa may nangaluwa. And later on, on that, on that, the next year, namatay si Princess Diana in a car accident. And later on, in 2005, si, si King Charles, he married his longtime partner, si Camilla, Camilla Parker Bowles. If you want an example of, of power, of luxury, of wealth, of privilege. Makikita niyo ito lahat sa royal family. The royal family of UK. And UK. And if you are mahilig kayo sa chismis, sa intriga, sa mga drama, marami din sila nito. And King Charles is, is maybe the best reference for us right now of what a king is. Power, wealth, privilege. Pero merong hari na kabaliktaran kung saan paano pinanganak at hindi idinanas ang lahat ng karangyaan at pribilehiyo ng isang hari itong haring ito he was born on, in the most interesting of times the most difficult circumstance during a census basahin nga natin 
Nung panahong yun, inutos ni Emperor Augustus na dapat magparegister lahat ng citizen ng Roman Empire. Ito yung unang census na ginawa nung, nung si Quirinus, ang governor ng Syria. Kaya pumunta lahat ng tao sa sarili nilang bayan para magparegister. The Roman Empire was very vast. It was vast. It was huge. Mula Africa hanggang Europe hanggang Middle East. And there was this reference na ito yung unang census ni Quirinus nung governor siya sa Syria. It was during that time na pinatawag ito. It was to update their data. Like what we do during a census. Para malaman natin kung sino pa ang buhay, sino ang patay na. And two, see the baseline of where our taxes is. Ganito karaming tao, ganito karami sana ang kinikita ng gobyerno na taxes. And those who move should go back to their own hometowns. Tulad ko, I'm from Dumaguete. If there was a, a census during that time, I would have to go back to my own home place. And we go on. Mula sa Nazareth, sa probinsya ng Galilee, pumunta si Joseph sa Bethlehem, sa Judea, kung saan pinanganak ang ancestor niyang si David. Kasama niyang pumunta doon si Mary nung time na yon. You know, Joseph was from Bethlehem, so they had to travel back. But the catch is, Nung time na yon, travel was so expensive, mahal. It was dangerous. It was long. Nazareth to Bethlehem is around 155 kilometers. Parang San Juan, Batangas. Pero walang skyway, walang expressway, walang sasakyan. They had to travel on foot or siguro through a donkey. And sabi ng ibang mga scholars, it maybe took them one week. Sabi nung iba, four days daw. Pero sabi nung isang babaeng scholar, itong mga scholar na ito, mga lalaki, hindi nila alam yung may kasama kang buntis. Kung may kasama kang buntis, kailangan mag-CR, kailangan kumain, kailangan tumigil. And it maybe took them six hours of travel a day in a span of one week. It was not a fun travel. Hindi ito nakakatuwa, hindi madali, mahirap. And it was in a slower pace because Mary, who was pregnant, was also in her last trimester. Malapit na siyang mga anak. And so we continue. Habang nasa Bethlehem sila, dumating ang time para mga anak si Mary. Pinanganak niya ang panganay niyang lalaki. Binalot niya ng lampin ang bata at hiniga sa manger. Yung pinagkakainan ng mga hayop. Wala na kasing available room para maupahan nila. Well, in the whole, well, the whole Roman Empire, yung kaharian ng, ng Rome was in a census. People did everything to register. People were in a hurry to go to their birthplace, tapos umuwi sa bahay nila, to be back into their regular lives, to be back into their ordinary lives. But unknown to them, in the midst of all this chaos, of all the troubles of registering in a census, a child was born. But this was no ordinary child. He was a king. And he was not only a king. He was the, the king. And assuming they did not have any gender reveals, di ba ngayon may mga papatok ng balloon kung anong, anong gender. Wala, walang ganon. There were no public announcements na may pinanganak na hari. 
there were no celebrations of his birth. And to top it all up, walang room, walang kwarto para mga naksimeri. <coughs> Excuse me. Napanood nyo na ba yung crazy rich, rich Asians? Diba? They, the, the first scene, they were in, in UK, I think. And naghanap sila ng room. Eh, dinidiscriminate sila because they were Asians. Ayaw pa silang patawagin sa phone. And they ended up buying the whole hotel. <laughs> and doon sila sa penthouse. But the birth of this king, he had no room. Wala nga siyang lugar para ipanganak. On the first Christmas day, there was no one. There was no one there except Mary and Joseph. No VIP, VIP treatment in the most unhygienic place to be born in a major with nothing. While reading this passage, I wonder, bakit kaya ito hinintulutan ng Panginoon? Ako, personally, I would not want to be born that way. Kayo ba gusto niyo bang may panganak that way? Nor will I want my children, my future children, to be born that way. And this was very challenging to Mary. Sa mga women dito, yung mga mothers na, you know what it feels na mga anak, na isilang yung firstborn nyo. You want to be with family. Sana mas malapit kay mama para konting tawag lang may makatulong, may makabili ng gamot, someone to pay the bills. But Mary had nothing. Mary had no one. It was in Bethlehem. It was not his town. But God had a purpose for all of this. Maybe he did not want to be identified with wealth, with power, kung paano pinapanganak ang mga hari. He did not want to be identified with the luxuries of this world. Rather, he sympathizes Nakikiramay siya doon sa mga walang-wala. Those who are members, yung mga nasa laylayan. Those who are born in the most direst of circumstances, in poverty, in the midst of war, yung mga walang laban sa kung saan sitwasyon sila nandun ngayon. This is how this king would want to be identified with. And makikita natin yan more in his ministry. Let's continue. May mga shepherds sa lugar na yun. Binabantayan nila ang mga alaga nilang tupa sa bukid ng gabing yun. Bilang napakita sa kanila ang anghel ng Panginoon at biglang nagliwanag ang kadakilaan ng Panginoon sa paligid nila. Kaya natakot sila. Pero sabi ng anghel, huwag kayong matakot. May, may magandang balita ako para sa inyo. Magbibigay ito ng malaking kasiyahan sa lahat ng tao. Pinanganak ngayon sa bayan ni David ang tagapagligtas nyo. Siya ang Christ, ang Panginoon. And we see this all over again. The word Christ, ang Panginoon. And we'll explore that more later. Ito, Ang palatandaan nyo, makikita nyo ang baby na nakabalot sa lampin at nakahiga sa manger. Unlike the announcements 
of kings which sends their heralds, yung mga representante ng hari, ina-announce, may bagong hari na ipinanganak. This king did not have that. But instead, he chose the most unlikely of people to be his announcers. They were not bloggers, hindi sila influencers of their time. Na for today's video, merong pinanganak na hari, walang ganun. They were shepherds. Their occupation required menial labor. Walang masyadong skill. It was not glamorous, but it was honorable and important. They were simple and hard-working people of their time. Sila yung mga blue-collared people of their time. Manual labor, long hours, small pay. But because of what they've seen and heard, and the beauty and the reliability of the news that they were spreading, they were given credibility by God. So verse 18, John, and all who heard it was and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. And yun nga sa verse 20, at the end of this, of this part of the, the chapter, sabi dun, umuwi silang masaya, puno ng pagpupuri sa Diyos, sa lahat na nakita at narinig nila, just as the angel told them. God shows us, He uses ordinary people to, to be His first evangelist. Yung mga taong hindi naman pinapansin. Yung mga taong wala namang boses. He uses them. This king, kakaiba itong haring ito. He uses the nobodies of this world. Those who fall through the cracks. He uses them to share his message. But while all this were happening, mga shepherds pumunta, they worshipped, they saw the child, and they celebrated, they went home. But while all of this was happening, Mary was in the midst of it. Tinandaan ni Mary ang lahat ng ito at pinag-isipan niyang mabuti. Mary was thinking how all these things are playing out. Traveling through a census, ang hirap. Mga anak sa isang manger, bisitahin ng mga shepherds. Isilang ang sanggol na hindi ordinaryo. Maybe she remembers her last encounter with an angel. Sabi ng angel sa kanya sa Luke 1, 30-31, Huwag kang matakot, Mary, dahil pinagpala ka ng Diyos, sabi ng angel. Magbubuntis ka at manganak ka ng isang batang lalaki. Jesus ang ipapangalan mo sa kanya. Jesus is from the, the Greek word translated from the Hebrew word Yeshua, meaning leader or warrior. Let's continue. Magiging dakila siya at tatawagin siyang anak ng kataas-taasang Diyos. Gagawin siyang hari at ibibigay sa kanya ng Panginoon ang trono ng ancestor niyang si David. This is royal language. He will be king at ibibigay sa kanya ang trono ng kataas-taasang ng ancestor niyang si David. And he continues, the angel continues, forever siyang magahari. Sorry. Forever siyang maghari sa buong lahi ni Jacob at hindi matatapos ang paghari niya. His kingdom will never end. 
That was the revelation of the angel to Mary. And in the midst of it all, she was processing all these things. And she realized, today, nangyari na ito. All these things have happened. You know, sometimes we lose the true meaning of Christmas. Nung nakaraan, sinasundo ko yung wife ko. Uh, 15 noon, sweldo. Sabi ko, pambihira naman tong traffic. Alauna na. Grabe yung traffic. And sometimes, ano pa tong Christmas rush? Sometimes we just wanted to end. But sometimes also we become excited. Ang daming kainan. Ang sarap ng mga pagkain, no? So sabi natin, diet, next year na lang. Next year na lang uli. Tapos after two weeks ng January, ah, sige, patuloy na lang natin yung walang diet. And we get lost in that, in the, in the many gift-giving. Sobrang exciting yung makatanggap ng regalo, no? Kahit gaano kakonti, kaliit ito. When you receive it, wow, naisip ako ng taong ito. And napapaisip ka, ano na kaya ang next kung matatanggap, no? But also it's stressful sometimes when you have to think of what gift you have to give to, to that person, to this person. Baka may makalimutan ako. Or yung mga inaanak kong nagpaparamdam na kasi ni minsan hindi ko pa nabigyan ng pamasko. We get lost in, in all this. Minsan iniiwasan natin yung dreaded reunion. Yun sa mga singles, no? Mga singles dito. Nandun yung mga tita na tatanungin tayo, o sana yung boyfriend mo? Sana yung girlfriend mo? Kailan ka magpapakasal? Napipigil tayo na tanungin din sila, eh kung eh, ikaw, kailan ka naman mamamatay? Joke lang. Joke lang, no? Napipigil tayo because because of all this. And minsan may maraming mga office parties. There were a lot of office parties and you know, yung mga games doon sobrang wild, no? Sobrang wild. Eh, nakikipagbalyahan tayo sa trip to Jerusalem. Sumasali tayo sa mga presentation na nakakabawas ng dignidad. <laughs> na hindi naman natin ginagawa. Ang nabipray tayo, Lord, sana manalo ako sa raffle. 94-inch TV. O kahit na Noche Buena package na lang, Lord. And we sometimes get lost in all this Christmas rush. We sometimes lose focus of what Christmas really means. But Mary thought about it all. It just came full circle. She understood that today, pinanganak ko ay isang hari. Isang hari na walang katulad. A king whose kingdom will last forever. Christmas, in the midst of it all, in the midst of the festivities, Christmas is about the birth of a king. Not a religious figure. Dito tayo madalas nagkakamali. Akala natin yung kapanganakan ni Jesus yung pagdating lang ng isang religious leader. Parang yung pagdating ng Santo Papa na pag may puting, puting smoke na sa, sa Sistine Chapel, may napili ng Santo Papa. No, it's not that. Not just a savior, but a king. The king. Ang hari na hahati sa history sa kanyang kapanganakan. B.C. A.D. 
before Christ, Anno Domini. And the king who will turn the whole world upside down, who will disturb history and change its course, a king who will overshadow all those kings before him. Wala nang maalala ng mga ibang hari when Jesus came. A king who will change many people's hearts and lives. A king with great influence. A king, the king, who has impact until now. And that only explains why Herod was so worried and disturbed when he heard that the wise men were looking for a king. Let's continue. Pinanganak si Jesus sa Bethlehem nung panahon si Herod ang hari sa Judea. Let's pause. Many of us don't know Herod, but Herod was, Herod was the great. He was a, a great architect. He was a... He rebuilt the, the temple of Jerusalem. Magaling na military strategist. He was a general. He was brilliant. He was really the great. But he was also ruthless. And he was committed to preserving his legacy and his political dynasty, in a way. And he wanted his children na magmana sa trono niya. And he had no plans of vacating his seat. So when there was dissent, when there were enemies, he would quash, he would crush all his enemies. He was proactive. He did not want to lose power. Tapos may dumating sa Jerusalem na mga wise men nag-aaral tungkol sa mga stars and galing sila sa east. They were maybe court advisors from different kingdoms in Persia, in Arabia. And they, and they studied ancient texts. They studied the sky, the stars. And may nakita silang bagong star. And they realized that this star signals a birth of a king. And this was a king, a Jewish king. And they were not kings, no? Uh, that's a misconception. And maybe there were more than three of them, but we know that there are three gifts that they gave. And so we continue. Sabi nila, nagtanong sila, nasaan ang pinanganak na hari ng mga Jews? Nakita namin ang star niya sa east, kaya pumunta kami dito para, samb- para sambahin siya. They asked, nasaan? Nasaan ang hari? They knew that the king, a Jewish king, was born and traveled hundreds of miles to see him and worship him. But when they came to Jerusalem, wala man lang party. Wala man lang Christmas party. There was no celebration. As if there was no king born. Walang may alam. Tahimik ang lahat ng lugar. Walang jubilation, walang fiesta. Walang Christmas party. And word spread quickly. Nung nabalitaan, to ni King Herod, sobrang nag-worry siya, pati ang buong Jerusalem. Sabi ni Herod, Teka, ako ang hari, bakit sila naghahanap ng haring ipinanganak? Wala naman akong bagong anak na pinanganak. Ha? Bakit sila naghahanap nito? He was disturbed. Sabi ni Andy Stanley, one of my favorite uh, pastors, the birth of a rabbi, there are many of them. The birth of a teacher, 
there was many of them. Kung may pinanganak na prophet or a religious leader, they come and go. Marami sila. But the birth of a king, ay nako, gulo yan. It signals regime change. It signals na merong gustong mag-consolidate ng power. The birth of a king threatened Herod, Herod's rule. He maintained power for the last 40 years and he had no intentions of vacating the throne. And like he always do, he kills, he annihilates those who challenge him. And so he asked the religious leaders and scholars of his time, sabi niya, saan ba pinanganak ang Christ? Teka, teka. They were looking for a king. Why does he insert the word Christ? Sino ba itong Christ na ito? Why was he looking for a Christ? You know, Herod may be brute, he may be ruthless, but he is also cunning. He knows what he's talking about. He knows the Jewish law. He knows the scripture. He knows the Jewish passages. And he knows that there will come a king, a promised Christ, a Messiah, the anointed one. Dati ang mga hari, when they were uh, placed in the throne, i-anoint sila ng, pangino, ng, ng elder as, as a signal to signify that they were blessed by God. They were given pri- power and authority by God. And this Christ, the meaning of Christ, is the Messiah, the anointed one, God's anointed one, God's final king. Christ is not Jesus' last name. Dito apelido ni Christ. Meron akong narinig na sabi niya, ano daw, alam niya daw yung apelido ni Jollibee. Jollibee Pitwason daw. Kasi may nagsabi sa kanya, punta tayo sa Jollibee Pitwason. Akala niya, <laughs> apelido ni Jollibee Pitwason. But Christ is not Jesus' last name. Nor was it his nickname. Nor is it a descriptor. And sometimes we, we interchange this, Jesus or Christ. But Christ is a title. It's a title for God's final king. So original verse nito, sa, sa, sa Greek, ang nakalagay doon, O Christos, the, there's an article, the Christ. Not just a Christ, but the Christ. The king, a, a Christ, but the Christ, God's final and ultimate king. God's promised one. The Messiah is here. And he has been born. He has touched down on, on planet Earth. And he is here. And that is why Herod had the right to be worried. This would threaten his rule. On Christmas Day, God's final king was born. The Messiah, the anointed one. The king who will build this kingdom, the king who will forgive sins, the king who will rule forevermore. 
Pero hindi ito alam ng karamihan. Hindi ito alam ng mga tao nung time na yon, unbeknownst to them, without fanfare, without celebration. Only a few unlikely people knowing it. The king was born. And not because of some curious wise men, hindi siguro to malalaman. But now we know. And we learned who he is. His name is Jesus. And so, this Christmas, it is the birth of the King, Jesus. Jesus is King. And sometimes, we just reduce Jesus to a genie. Lord, I want this. Lord, manifest in Jesus' name. And we, we just treat Jesus as a vending machine. Lord, ito gusto ko, ito, ito gusto ko. And sometimes, a medicine cabinet. Lord, there's something wrong with me. I need this, I need this, I need this. Or a comforter, a comforter. It's not wrong, but sometimes we reduce him to, to just that. Meron akong kaibigan na alam namin pag broken-hearted na, nagsa-status na ng mga verses. The Lord is close to the broken-hearted. <laughs> Sabi ko, eto, iniwalayan na naman to. I, I, I'm not, hindi madaling ma-heartbroken, no? Nung una ako na-heartbroken, lahat ng love songs akala ko para sa akin, no? And we, we, we call on the Lord. It's okay. But He's not just that. He's not just a comforter. He's not just a call a friend na pag may emergency, may kailangan, may mga problema, I call on the Lord. No. He is a king. He has authority over everything. He is king not only to the Jews, but to every nation, to the whole world, to the whole vast cosmos. And he should also have the right rule our hearts, our minds, our lives, our souls, our whole beings. And number two, we know that this Christmas a king was born and his kingship is like no other. This is no ordinary king. And unlike all kings who are born lavish with luxury and wealth, he was born with nothing choosing the most unlikely of people to be his heralds. And in his ministry, he would wash the feet of people. He would heal those with leprosy. He would forgive prostitutes. He would dine with sinners. That is not the king the Jews were looking for. Gusto nila yung king na magdadala ng, ng flag nila who would avenge them against the Roman Empire. Instead, they got a king who would willingly die for his subjects and who would later ask them to do the same. Love your neighbor, neighbor, love your enemies. This king is like no other. And this king, his reign is forever. His kingdom will know no end. Unlike the kingdoms of this world that comes and go, 
Like Herod, nung namatay siya, his kingdom went with him. But this king, he will always be king. He will always have a kingdom. And in the midst of the chaos and all that is happening in this world, evil, injustices, poverty, and all of that, Jesus is still king. But the question is, is Jesus my king? This question should be the question we ask ourselves every day, especially this Christmas season. Is Jesus my king? This should be the lens where we look at our lives, how we act, how we live, how we love. Is Jesus my king? Do I submit to his lordship or to his rule? Or mas mahalaga sa akin yung sasabihin ng ibang tao? Or mas masalaga yung uso, what culture and tradition tells me? Or siguro do I follow or idolize celebrities, artists, even politicians more and let them influence my mind and behavior rather than follow Jesus Christ? and follow the king? Have I simply reduced Jesus to a genie? A vending machine? A medicine box? A comforter? Call a friend? Or do I recognize his authority in my life? Do I submit to his rule, nagpapasailalim ba ako sa otoridad ni Jesus? Lumalahok ba ako at nakikiramdam sa ano ang ginagawa ni Jesus sa kanyang kaharian? Like Jesus, do I serve the least and the last and seek to save the lost? Maybe you have not given your life to Jesus Christ yet. This is for you. Or maybe you have been a Christian for so long but feel something is holding you back from fully trusting God, from making Him king of your life. It may be your fears. It may be your thirst for security. It may be wealth or power. Or maybe, I just want to be my own self. I just want to do it on my own. Maybe all these things are hindering you. Pumipigil sa'yo. Nagawing hari. Let me end with this story. There was a Cistercian monk. They live in a religious community. They live together. They spend time worshiping God, spend time uh, doing all this work and scheduling days, the day so that they can come to the Lord. And they live with one another. They have vows of poverty. They sila nag-aasawa. And there was this Cistercian monk from the St. Benedict Order in Colorado. His name is Theophane. And he said one day he saw a monk working alone in a vegetable garden. And so he squatted next to that monk and said, Brother, what is your dream? And the monk just looked straight at him. And he said, wow, that's, he had a beautiful face. And the monk answered, I would like to become a monk. But brother, he said, you are a monk, aren't you? 
Ang sabi ng isang monk, I've been, I've been here for 25 years, but I still carry a gun. Pinakita niya, he drew a revolver from the holster under his robe. And parang kakaiba, a monk who had a gun. And sabi ni Theophane, and they won't, are you saying they won't let you become a monk until you give up your own gun? The other monk said, no, it's not that. Marami sa kanila hindi naman alam na meron akong baril. But I know. Well then, why don't you give it up? Bakit ayaw mo surrender? Sabi ng isang monk. I guess I've had it for so long. Nasaktan na ako. I've been hurt a lot. And marami ako nasaktan. And I don't think I would be comfortable without this gun. He said. And Tiofain said, But you seem uncomfortable with this, with the gun. Yes, I'm pretty uncomfortable with this gun. But you know, I have a dream. I want to become a monk. And Tiofain said, Why don't you give me the gun? And he was trembling when he said this. And the other monk gave him the gun. His tears ran down his face and they embraced. You know what? Jesus invites you to do the same. Give up what rules you. I surrender ang anumang sumasakop sa'yo. Let go of that which holds you back from submitting to God's rule and kingship in your life. And unlike other kings who force their way, who oppress, who intrudes, Jesus invites, he invites us to make him the king of our life. And so, if you haven't done so, I invite you to do the same. Make Jesus the king of your life. Let us pray. Dear Lord, our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are king and that you are God's final king. Forgive us. We repent of our sins when we reduce you to what you really are. Lord, sometimes we don't treat you as the king that you are. We just call upon you pag may kailangan kami when we need help Help us to make you king of our lives. To allow you to rule us. Sakupin nyo ang buong buhay namin, Panginoon. Aming mga puso, ang aming mga isip, aming mga kaluluwa. Lord, this Christmas, may we also, like you, the king, reach out to the least, the lost, and the last like you have prioritized, like you have identified with those who have nothing, may we also remember those who have nothing. And help us not to be worried with what is happening in this world. Sa lahat ng mga nangyayari, sa chaos, sa lahat ng mga evil, sa mga kasalanan, sa mga gera, sa mga hindi magagandang nangyayari. 
we know that you are king you are still king and your kingdom will last forever help us to hold on to that help us to trust in you help us to give our lives to you help us to surrender that which rules us and submit to your reign to your power to your authority and your throne thank you jesus in jesus name i pray Amen.